This is an elephant speak. You're talking about finding reality. for the disclaimer. The In Search of Reality podcast and its host does not necessarily believe in or claim that our guests' opinions and stories are a representation of our own views. The podcast, however, is dedicated to giving people a right to speak and share their stories. The In Search of Reality podcast and its host may neither agree or disagree with episode content, but does respect the opinions, worldviews, religious ideals, and information that our guests provide. We believe in freedom of speech and a right to an opinion. I'd like to share an important message. The In Search of Reality podcast is a proud partner of the nonprofit organization Lotus Rising International. They are raising the awareness of child sex trafficking. They are on a rescue and recovery mission to help the victims of these crimes begin to rebuild and empower their lives. This nonprofit, nonpolitical organization is for only the children and helping the children obtain their needs and goals. If you would like to check more of their work out or donate to help the victims rebuild, you can go to www.insearchofrealitypodcast.com under contact partners, just click on the link, or you can simply visit www.lotusrisinginternational.org. Please give and spread the word. This week we have a special guest. She was featured on one of our more popular episodes, Beam Me Up, Ashtar Command. I encourage the listeners, if you haven't listened, please go back and check out our first interview with Joy Elaine on episode nine. We are excited to have her back on the show for what is sure to be an interesting conversation. In episode nine, we touched on subjects of fairies, the non-duality of Earth, and the higher dimensions of Earth, along with planetary shifts, 
in episode nine, we also touched on uh, reptilians and other interdimensional beings and the evolution of humans. She is an energy worker, an astral traveler, a very talented author, the highly intelligent and gifted Joy Lane. How you doing, Joy? I'm doing great. Thank you I, for that wonderful introduction. Th you're welcome. It's nice to have you on the show again. It's an honor. Yeah, I love talking to you. Yeah, I was actually um, going through some of your work, and uh, I, I do have one of your books I read, uh, which is we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Um, but I listened to our episode again just to kind of as a refresher last night, and just I was just blown away by all the knowledge that you have about different subjects and stuff like that. Well, I'm a curious person, so I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just never enough time to ask all the questions I want to ask, but I do, I do know quite a few things. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, so what are you, what are you currently doing? What are you up to? What you, what have you been working on? Well, I'm rewriting the books. <clears throat> I'm finished, just finished book four and book five will be done really soon. But, you know, a big part of my day uh, is uh, going through the notes that I, that I take from the council meetings and then transcribing them into the books and then, you know, holding the energy of, of what I want to happen for Earth rather than actually what is going on now. Um, let me just clarify that the information that I get is from non-dual individuals. What does that mean? Well, they don't, they don't lie. They don't have an agenda that would involve any kind of domination or suppression. Um, they just tell the truth all the time. And uh, that's, I'm comfortable with these individuals because they've been assisting humanity, some of them, for millions of years. And by that, I mean they're, they're not trying to fix us. They're just supporting us energetically. Now, I think in the future, they'll be allowed to do more direct assistance. But for now, the ruling uh, that the Galactic Councils have had in place for 120,000 years is that humans have the free will right to develop as they choose. And uh, one of the things I really want to talk about today, and I know we're going to have a chance to do that, is the Pleiadians. Um, because they have a different agenda. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I, maybe I'm jumping the gun. I want to talk about what you want to talk about. So did you have another subject that you wanted me to ask? Uh, no, let's get into the Palladians. So what, what's the story on them? Okay. Well, the Pleiadians, uh, the Pleiades are a star system in our universe. Sometimes people call them the Seven Sisters. And for some reason, many people are aware of the Pleiadians, the Pleiades, and many people have been working with them. Now, let me first qualify that the Pleiadians are a dual world. Now, what does that mean? Earth is the dual world. So Earth has wonderfully evolved individuals who have, you know, the mantra, their mantra is that they wouldn't harm anybody. <clears throat> they're, they're coming from their heart. They want to, you know, help in ways that are non-manipulative. But Earth also has individuals who are not quite so evolved. And so the Pleiadians are all dual also. Um, they look, you know, you may see the pictures on the internet of being beings with the big almond eyes, you know, and kind of gray color. Those are Pleiadians. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen them personally, but the, the masters have told me that's what they look like. That, you know, confirmed that. So, Pleiadians, why, why are they interested in us? 
Well, they are, were one of the races that were involved in contributing their genetics to create humans. Now, let me first qualify that I'm not denying the existence of God. All the masters that I work with talk about the great one and acknowledge that there is a supreme creator. But for humans, um, the people that, one of the races that were involved in creating humans were the Pleiadians, and they wanted slaves. Uh, the Anunnaki and four other races were involved in, in creating early humans. This is millions of years ago. <clears throat> they wanted people to mine the gold, you know, dig up the crystals. They didn't want to do the grunt work. And those early humans were, were programmed to die at the age of 32. They didn't have souls. They were just like beasts of burden, okay? But about 120,000 years ago, there had been enough genetic tinkering with humans that they started to have souls. And oh, this was a big deal. The Galactic Councils of Light said, okay, everybody's got to get off this planet of Earth. These humans have to have free will. So the Pleiadians had to leave, but they were, they were pretty crafty negotiators because he said, we want to have a chance to monitor the progress of those individuals who have some of our genetics. So the Galactic Council of Light did allow that. That was part of the negotiation so that they could monitor people that had Pleiadian genetics. And they've been doing that for 120,000 years. What does that mean? What does that monitoring consist of? Abduction and implantation. Mm -hmm. I'll go into that in just a minute. Interesting. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what Ashtar, uh, Commander Ashtar said. He's non-dual, by the way, so he doesn't lie. He's part of our Joint Council. Um, he said, every year, hundreds of thousands of humans, hundreds of thousands of humans are abducted, implanted, and experimented on by the Pleiadians. We of the command have to allow this because the agreement made 120,000 years ago was that the Pleiadians would be allowed to monitor the evolution of people who had some of their genetics. At this time, they have very little interest in doing that. However, if they stop, the Galactic Councils will, won't allow them to continue. So I thought, you know, implantation, 100,000 people. Sananda is another master they work with, said that was a conservative estimate. Well, how come people don't talk about that more? That was my question. Seems like that would be a big deal. Well, it's done when people are asleep. And it's such a dreamlike experience that mm. some people, you know, many people won't, won't even mention it because they just think, would think somebody would think they were crazy. Now, I know people have spoken about, about being abducted. I don't know what they do to the men, but to the women, they, they put a code on some of the eggs in her body, some of the eggs that will be children. And if a child that is one of her children is born that has that code, then they, they are allowed to be abducted. Now, the good news is I'm going to give you something in a little bit that will, that will if you've been abducted, that will completely negate that experience and it will never happen again. The gift that I'm going to give you. So, and I'm telling you this information not to make you afraid, okay? I'm telling it to you because we are nearing a critical mass of humans who have been asking the Pleiadians to come and help us. Help us, help us. Help us clean up the oceans. Help us fix our governments. I don't think that's a good idea. Do you? 
not necessarily depending on what their agenda is why why are they studying the humans and why are they still why do they still have interest they want they want to control us again they'd like to have this planet back now i wasn't told that i wasn't told that by commander ashtar but can you imagine they had they were expelled 120,000 years ago right the galactic council says off you got to get off so why would they want to come back? Well, I mean, I don't know. There could be a myriad of reasons, but the, the thing is, there are dual there are dual worlds. Like I said, there's there's wonderful individuals there who probably would want to have the best for humans. But if that if that if those worlds have been allowing those abductions for 120,000 years, what <laughs> can you trust individuals like that? I don't think you can. And here's another point. Once the uh, Pleiadians are allowed, if they, if we reach a critical mass of humans, and that, by the way, this is our biggest challenge, not COVID, not global warming. Our biggest challenge is that we're nearing that critical mass of humans who say, we want help. We just, we're tired of all this mess. We have a responsible thing to do. That's not, that's our responsibilities, our privileges on earth, right? So if the Pleiadians are allowed to come back, guess who else will be allowed to come back? The Anunnaki. And four other races, I don't even know the names of, the, the masters won't tell me because then they figure, well, better not to even know those names because then people won't ask them to come back. So the Anunnaki, let's talk about them. Have you heard of the Anunnaki? A little bit, yeah. Please share, I'd like to hear. Well, they, they, they come from a world called Nibiru. And they're, they're about seven feet tall and they look like grasshoppers. They were also involved in, in the creating of early humans. Why don't, we, why, don't, why don't we know more about them? Well, their planet is a slightly off dimension from Earth. And they used to come around about every five, six, seven thousand years. And their planet would be parked in that dimension off Earth for about 90 days. And they would wreak havoc on Earth, have a great time. And then their planet would move away and so that then they would be gone for another 7,000 years the council so that wouldn't happen again that's in one of my later books that's not yet published but I I just you know dual worlds are wonderful their earth is a wonderful world you know we've got great things happening here and we've got not so great things happening here so why would we want I see the Anunnaki the Pleiadians and four other races uh, three or four other races how why would we want six other worlds to be involved in what we're doing i mean it just just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't it's not a good thing i don't so are they are they involved at all with the palladians do they well it's a different world i mean they 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 would still have the agenda of let's let's see what we can get from earth right i just, I, <laughs> I just think it would be a disaster so let's if you're open to it let's put something in place so that first of all what that's the bad news all right so what's the good news there's lots of ways that we can claim our sovereignty uh, my website my author website joyelaine.com on the very first page has uh, something called golden ticket and you can take that information in that it's a wonderful way to really like having a serenity vibration healing practitioner in your pocket to be able to work on yourself with energy that's 
really, really magnificent. It's your soul, your higher consciousness, and the creator that are doing quantum level reprogramming on any issue you want to address. And the clearings that you're able to put in place with that golden ticket, they, they continually sweep through your life to release the blocks of what you're choosing. So that's a really, really powerful tool. Also on my website, um, there's world missions. There's 16 of them. There, there are four or five minute recordings that you can get involved with the, without leaving your house and assisting the earth to start cleaning up our oceans, just cleaning up our air, because that's our destiny is to move to that purity that, that is a non-dual world. But um, the, the thing I'm going to work with you today, and it has a gift that will, will prevent uh, abductions, it's called Claiming My Realm. It's a one-time thing. So, you know, you can, if you're not listening live, you can still do it if you listen later, but you can't keep doing it over and over again, like you can with the golden nugget. So okay. you, want, you want to have this Claiming Your Realm? Yes. All right. So it's really fun. It'll just take a couple minutes. Okay. So if you're driving, you can't do it now. You'll have to do it later because you got to close your eyes. All right. And you're going to pretend you're on a beach and Archangel Michael is right beside you and he's got a big stick. He's not going to use his sword. He's going to draw a big circle around you in the sand. All right. And if you don't see him, just pretend to see him. Okay. Because he's there. He's a great guy. I work with him a lot. Now he's drawing a line right in front of your feet, right in front of your toes. And that's, that's something we're going to step over in just a minute, okay? Now this, this the process, it's the serenity vibration healing process, and it's called Claiming My Realm. And it works with your higher consciousness and your soul and the creator. And once we put it in place, it's going to continually sweep, sweep through your life to clear blocks on any level or any lifetime to what are you going to choose to claim, all right? So I'm going to make some suggestions about what we can claim. And just follow along with my words. And if you like what I say, just let that flow into your side of the circle, okay? So I choose sovereignty. I choose that I have the free will right to live free of any kind of domination. I choose to be the definer of my destiny. I choose that none shall have the power or privilege to limit my sovereignty and autonomy. I choose that none, whether they live on earth or are from another world, shall have the power or privilege to enter into my realm and dictate to me how I shall live. I choose that beings of dual nature from other worlds are not allowed to influ influence me negatively. Now, now I'm going to give you this level one process, serenity vibration healing process that takes you out of the loop of being abducted and implanted against your will. This process actually rolls back to remove the code allowing abductions from the egg that became you. Now, as long as we're claiming these really good things, our sovereignty, let's do something about abundance, okay? Okay. I choose that none shall have the power or privilege to limit or block my prosperity and my ability to magnetize wealth that allows me to live comfortably. I choose to tear off the page of poverty consciousness and leave it along the road. I no longer part of my story. 
I choose joyfulness, happiness, attraction of honoring relationships, health and vitality, and ease and grace for my life. Now, with your eyes, you're still closed, okay? I want you to pretend to see a screen. It's a TV screen, computer screen, whatever. Even if you're seeing black, I assure you that a part of you does see the screen, okay? So the claiming your realm processes on it along with the, um, the clearing of, of abductions. All you have to do is silently ask, creator, is it in alignment for me for you to put this in place for me? When you get an affirmative sense or knowing, just say or say yes. Now, if you've got your yes, just step across that line that's been in front of your toes. Whee! All right. Take a deep cleansing breath and feel the relief of the tentacles of things that have been hanging on from control issues on the planet as well as things that are outside of our room. You just cleaned your realm. That's interesting. Yeah. It's great work. It's very powerful. It's, I've been practicing serenity since uh, 2003. And I tried lots of other things and this just fit me perfectly. And I could feel, I could feel the shift in my body as I was putting this work in place. So, my website for that is uh, thejoyoflife.info. And these two websites that I mentioned, my Joy Lane site, my author website, and this the Serenity Vibration Healing website, they really work together. You know, it's because even in my books and in the blog materials, uh, the, blog, um, the blogs on my website, I've woven that Serenity Vibration Healing in to really help people to start claiming what they choose instead of, you know, Looking about and saying, well, I don't want any more of that. I want more of that COVID. I don't want this. I don't want that. It's more important to say what you do want, what you're choosing, right? That's always more empowering than saying, I don't want that. I don't want that. Because not wanting that just feeds it more energy. That's been one of the most difficult lessons for me to learn in this lifetime. Right. So I'm focusing on what I don't want and start focusing on what I choose. Right. Right. That's that's interesting. I actually have a few questions kind of on those lines. Um, I'm as far as <laughs> as far as like um, being able to kind of will or manipulate your your own reality through like consciousness or positive thought, right. um, that kind of thing. Um, so I was able to read your book, uh, The Path of Sweetness. Journal of a Galactic Romance and Global Evolution. It was very well written, fascinating read. Um, I so just real qu quick. I mean, in in your book, uh, I think his name Thoth says yeah. that that humans shall rise to know that their great strength is not to be of the collective, but it is to be part of the collective and to be an individual. Um, why is that? Why is that one of the greatest strengths, and why is that so important? I think he's talking about uh, being in the world but not of it. So my goal is to my goal is to evolve to a place of being non-dual, 
but still being able to work in duality and just by my very presence being able to assist people by the vibration that I hold. You know, we've had people, we've had beings in the past like that, like Jesus, like St. Germain, like, uh, you know, Buddha, some of the other masters. Um, I'm going to do my version of those beings. I'm not claiming to be Jesus. Nope, nope, nope. I'm claiming to claim that higher vibration of, of those non-dual masters so that that that's assists all of us. So you can walk and you don't have to, I don't, you don't have to make a big deal of it. It's just being in somebody's presence like that. Some of those masters that, that feel so good, it's uplifting. That's what, and that's what we're all evolving to. Um, I just realized that I signed up to, to be one of those people that's going to kind of maybe be one of the way showers that does it early on. I mean, that's my goal, my personal goal. And it's going to help my my family, my my sons, my friends. Um, not by you know trying to fix them. <laughs> I've, I've done enough of that. Um, you know, people don't like being fixed, and right. I don't, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm not interested in saying, "Hey, you've got to do this and you've got to do that." I'm just saying, you know, this is my path. You know, and I'm going to live it full of joy because that's my name. I don't know if I answered your question or not, but uh, that's so. But what I gathered from your book is that a lot of that is like stuff that you've had your experiences, right? Yes, that's what I thought. So, like for example, um, so it, it talks about the bait, the fairies being able to create babies just by thinking about them. Uh, this concept has kind of come over and over, like up, like as far as not necessarily fairies, but like even that humans can create or generate their own realities in positive and negative ways. There's actually a book by a, a doctor named uh, Joe Dispenza, who's mm -hmm. doing some great work on mm -hmm. the power of thought and healing. Mm -hmm. um, the name of his book is uh, Becoming Supernatural. And, that, and that's just, I guess, kind of what I'm getting at, uh, you know, is what are your thoughts on that? Because you, you, kind of what you we just did with that that whole thing in the sand and right claiming your own. So yes. you know we we're all creating our reality. <clears throat> and one the one of the first enlightening books I read years ago <clears throat> was called uh, Seth Seth Speak, channeled by Jane Roberts. And the sentence "You create your own reality" was astounding to me. I was maybe in my forties, maybe thirties. I thought I'm creating this reality. And by golly, we are each each of us, you know. And of course, there's this collective consciousness that we've been feeding into for 120,000 years. <clears throat> it has some lower vibrational things about, you know, like old third dimension stuff, like you know, survival of the fittest, and you know, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, all those older uh, older thinking. It's time to let that stuff go because third dimension is gone. It's been gone for many years. So how, creating your own reality, well, gosh, that means I'm responsible. Oh, <laughs> wow. Right. See, that, that's back again to, to, to the focusing on what you don't like, and you get more of what you don't like. Yeah. So the, the and I, I think we're taught that in school, you know, the critical thinking, to look and look and look and find out what's wrong with this picture. And it's like, you know, okay, 
the war is Waldorfing, find out what's right. That's like with COVID. The fear, you know, the fear that's going around, and there's a great, by the way, there's a great blog article that Commander Ashtar gave me in April, I think, of this year about what to do about COVID. This is to move out of the fear. I mean, I'm not advising you to take, you know, quit all the precautions, but the more right. fear we, the more fear we go, with fear for filter, it just, it just perpetuates that snowball rolling mm -hmm. down. We want to stop it. We want to see, I just, every day I just claim, no more. I see it done. I see it done. I see us even better than we were before. Instead of this, you know, people talking like it's going to be years, it's not going to be years. That's our choice. We choose to stop it. Right. It's, yeah, that's valid. So how, so what are the tools to create your reality? Well, clarity, you know, coming from your heart. That's a, that's a new concept. We've taught to think, 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 and the brain is a wonderful computer. It can go out in the all and everything and find all these potentials. But the heart goes beyond what the brain knows. And we're going to be shifting from a sexually oriented planet to a heart consciousness planet, which means that we, don't, we will still have sex, but it's going to be more heart. You know, it's going to be more loving, more loving to yourself. So <clears throat> claiming your reality, claiming your sovereignty, <clears throat> starting to get clear. One of the things that helped me the most with that was the serenity vibration healing work. To stop that, you know, that, that stuff that goes on your head just, over and over and over and over and over and over, and over. <laughs> you know you just got this thing that just keeps going on and you just can't you, you can't make up your mind you, you're you're just befuddled well we that's enough enough of that start getting clarity start choosing what you want you know use that golden ticket on my author website it's powerful i mean the clearing that we put in place with that claiming your realm never stops it just keeps going through your entire life rolling 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 and the golden ticket it's it's like it is a golden ticket it's like helping you manifest what you really want then you got to decide what you really want right fascinating so you had uh maybe dabbled on the matrix topic topic in the last interview um can you touch a little bit about that and it probably it's related somewhat to what we're talking about now uh, you know, <laughs> the matrix is is beyond uh, is beyond comprehension. It's not like multi-level marketing. You know, you got this guy and then this guy and this guy and this guy. You know, oh the whole. It's it's more like a kaleidoscope. It's just constantly shifting. And the the they found out the masters found out that um, an awareness of the whole big picture drove people crazy so when we tune into quote past lives by the way they're still happening so they're not really past lives everything you know everything is still happening right? at the same time right yeah right so the, and the only way i can comprehend that is just to pretend that i'm stepping out of time and i'm just moving up and i'm just looking down at everything happening oh there's that lifetime over there where i was that past life quote past life progression where i was a farmer and he got shot that <laughs> very first day that i went back there right that. So that's the only way I can understand that everything happening at once. But the matrix, when we do have those, those senses like, oh, I connected with Cleopatra. Well, she's close to me in the matrix. And so is Joan of Arc. Some of those people will say, I was Joan of Arc. Well, 
you know, they, they've touched into Joan of Arc's lifetime. They've had a, a resonance with her or a Horace or, or Isis or, you know, those other, quote, gods that we thought were gods because they could do things like a god could do. Mm-hmm. But they're non-dual. So, so here's the exciting thing, Dylan. We're moving to non-duality. That is exciting. Oh, it's, it's why I wrote the books. Right. I thought, oh my gosh, I have to tell everybody about the possibilities ahead of us. Take your head out of the sand, out of the stuff that's going on now, because it's just stuff that's going to be gone. All right. It's going to move out of reality. And what's going to happen is maybe you've noticed that things, things are speeding up. That you, you, you want something and you, you, don't, you don't put up all the blocks that you usually put up that you can't have it. And by golly, there it is. You know, wow, that happened pretty dang quick. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because we're moving into the higher realms. We're moving into those higher dimensions where things do manifest more, quick, more quickly. And we're moving to a point where, guess what? Instant. Instant creation. How, how, do the, how do the Palladians and people like that feel about that, us moving into higher dimensions? You know, I've never, I've never spoken with a Palladian. I know that the reptilian race that lives here, the Chu, I, I don't want it to happen because it's less, less manipulation, less control is possible. When you start remembering that you're a master, you're a master just like all those other masters like Buddha and, and the Sai Baba and all those guys. <clears throat> when you start remembering that and, and thinking, wow, I really am powerful. I really can create my reality. Who's gonna Who's gonna say no? You can't. That's right. They're gonna say, "Whoops, yeah, they you can't," and they'll just and it, and it just won't. And, and they're gonna evolve too. They'll eventually evolve where they won't be, where they won't be wanting to kill humans. Everybody's evolving. That's the whole cool thing about it. everybody on Earth. Now, some people are gonna say, <laughs> "I don't believe that," and and, and of course that's the reality. Right. <clears throat> not to believe that and they can choose to die mm-hmm. or whatever and it's all good because they still are going to go to a great place it's all good this is where my parents are they died when dad was 97 mom was 89 they they didn't have the the life force or the the will at that age to be able to comprehend some of the things that that i'm doing or to to mm-hmm. be able, you know to move into this reality that's available to us and so, the, and they expected to die, and so they did. And but now that you know they're not now that they're having they're they're having the times of their life. My dad told me recently, you know. So it's you know the whole thing about death is you if you want to read the the other books in this in this series is that we have that it's really you're you never die. Right. It's it's really an illusion, right? It's not really. You change form. You're still alive. Yeah. I mean, now my parents, you know, they're like non-dual because they, they look like they did when they were in their 20s, you know. And they're, they're having a wonderful time. They're supporting Earth. Um, so, and we have these wonderful people, these wonderful, quote, dead beings, differently alive, I suppose you could say. That would be better than dead, saying dead. But they are dead physically dead and they and they're on make a joint council and they come and visit we've had people like michelangelo and monet and you know 
really cool people come and talk to the council and, and we got dead people on the council. I mean, we got John F. Kennedy, we got the Senate version of him. We got uh, Cleopatra and Caesar and Mark Antony. Uh, we got um, Thor was stopped by for a while. A lot of Native Americans that had, you know, like, uh, well, like, like even Crazy Horse, a lot of them have been part of the council. So, and, they, and they're the ascended versions. They're not like they were when they were alive. They don't have the agenda. Once you lose your physical body, you lose all that karma. You lose, you lose all that programming. You lose all that stuff that you picked up on, you know, the beliefs and things. It's just gone. You're like almost like a blank slate. And so, you know, I told a friend of mine, you know, everybody's going everybody's gonna to ascend. Everybody's going to end up in someplace wonderful. Even you know the really quote bad people, yep, they yeah, yeah, them them too. What do you think the timeline is for becoming an ondul? For me, it's going to be the next year. For Earth, it could be fifty or sixty years. Fifty or sixty years for Earth. For <clears throat> for the general population. Now, people that are walking a mastery path that have that have quote got their stuff together and they've got rid of a lot of their stuff. It could be, you know, it could be much sooner than that. That's why it's so important now to start getting clear on what you want, to start start doing your thing, you know, and whatever your thing is, you got to be it's something that you're going to be happy at. If you're not happy, something's wrong. How is the Joy Council these days? <laughs> it's fun. I go, I mean, we've... We've evolved to the point where, you know, there's, there's 47 universes, right? There's a joy council in every universe. And we've, we've evolved to the point where um, I think 13 entire universes have become non-dual. There wasn't a one, there wasn't one single universe that was non-dual when we started that council. And that's in book two of, of called Blossoming of Love. I think you're going to want to read that because there's a lot of action in book two. A lot of dragon stuff, a lot of fairy stuff, a lot of really cool stuff. Um, Laponi, the genie that you meet in the first book, now has seven children. And the, first, the last four were born in April of this year, okay? And they were, they're blue. He's blue. They're really dark blue. And there were two boys, two girls, and they came, they were delivered, quote, by Laponi. They came floating down from the sky in a, in a basket, all right? And when they landed, they were able to crawl out of the basket and crawl up onto their mommy. And they spent their first day crawling. Now, the most recent thing that, I, that they did, April, May, June, July, August, uh, five months, four months, this is, this is a month ago, four months old, they used telekinesis which is moving objects at a distance they took all the silverware cutlery out of our little kitchen we have at the joint council and they took it and they melted it they were going to make a spaceship four months old everybody on the council is taking turns genie sitting because they're they're so precocious i mean talk about you know it's it's really they're they're quite a handful. I think it's interesting. More, yeah. Did you say genie sitting? Yeah, genie sitting. <laughs> yeah. Even Cleopatra. And I said, even Cleopatra is genie sitting. 
she, yes, that she's a very strict taskmaster. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm such a, I'm a lucky woman. I get to talk to fairies. I get to talk to dragons. I get to talk to famous dead people. I get to do really important work for the earth. And I'm part of a team. Okay. I'm part of a team of these. There's actually millions of non-dual individuals who are supporting the work of the Joy Council. So it's not just Joy Elaine. And the coolest thing is, guess what? You get a chance to be part of it too, if you want to. There's in the back of each book, there's a couple paragraphs that explain how you can take part in the transmission that we send to Earth from the Joy Council. From the first book is from the Ashar Comanche. But the second book is from the Joy Council, which is on, was on the 10th dimension of the moon and inside the Earth. Two councils. So these transmissions, they are uplifting. They are, well, you got to read the books, find out about them, because it's your chance to say, this is what I'm choosing. This is a reality I want to create because, you know, Earth is destined to be pristine. Crystalline cities, no pollution, no war, no death, no terror, love, purity, all the animals, all the things that we've killed, brought back, including the dinosaurs, friendly versions. Um, all, you know, it just, it's, it's, that's in our future. In your book, you talk about pure consciousness uh, being many species and that each dimension is a different colony um, of energies. Mm -hmm. And it, you talk about the energies being able to move between different dimensions. Can you, can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Um, well, that's part of my training with uh, SVH and also with the Ascended Masters that I've been working with since 2011. To be able to move to different dimensions and different times, surrender vibration healing does roll through time works in different timelines. So that that work we put in place went back before you were even born. That that code that was put taken off the egg that that might have been had a code on it. So we roll through time because rather than trying to clear stuff right now, you know, most of the stuff, a lot of the stuff we're dealing with is baggage from child. So that work, that surrender vibration healing work, goes back and goes through your entire life continually sweeping. So dimension work, um, you know, it's possible, you know, wh where are we now dimension-wise? Everything on Earth and Earth herself is blend in, existing physically in a blend of five and six, five and fifth and sixth dimension. It's possible to be non-dual in seven, and everything on Earth is non-dual in the eighth dimension, all right? So, now of course, we're more than a physical body, see? So all of us have this awareness, some people more, more aware than others of, this, of these higher possibilities because we exist everywhere. You know, we're part of the great big soup of everything. So some people are more gifted, they're able to tune into those future potentials, into those, uh, their higher selves, we call them. I hear self from my future self. The other day she told me to, to believe in myself. Because mm -hmm. just like everybody else, I have days. Now they're, right. not, they're not like they used to be where I'd be depressed for a half a month or two months or three months. I have days when I'm, I'm kind of down. Right. So um, you got you to find things that lift you up. 
music is a big one for me. I'm a musician. Um, taking a walk outside, going to the Joy Council and hearing stories from my Swizzler son. You haven't you haven't read about the Swizzlers if you haven't if you haven't gotten into book two. But you know, there's everybody's got their own way to to be uplifted. And for me, it's it's there's several things I try that I, that seem to work. And SVH, I'm I'm doing that. I'm doing that golden ticket thing that I've been talking about. I do that several times a day. You know, like here's a, here's an example. There's there's two words that you got to set up. You got to do the screen. It's all described in the golden ticket. So the first clearing word is called knowing. So knowing. And then I declare what I want. I did one. Let's do one for my talk here. Knowing. I'm choosing to have a great time talking to Dylan. I'm choosing to be speaking from my heart. I'm choosing to tell people things that are most interesting, most vital for them to know. I'm choosing to be um, open to conversation with Dylan. I'm choosing to have fun. I am that. And now anything that would block me from doing that is just constantly being cleared away. So it's a really powerful tool. It's like, I mean, I'm expensive to work with if you call on me on, call me on the phone. I really don't do that very much anymore, but um, I charge 120 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. You can have that ability almost as good as mine to do clearing for yourself with that golden ticket. So I encourage people to really check it out. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. What what are the goals of humanity other than becoming non is is that the ultimate goal to become non dual or that's where we will that's where we will end up yeah yeah and it's so fun so fun you know i was born in 1946 and for most of my life until i was even in, up until 2003 i'm looking back on some things that i wrote some poetry that i wrote in 2003 i assumed that i was going to die i assumed that i was going to get old and get sick and die that was a 3D paradigm that everybody, you know, you're born, you have a little bit of fun, and then you die. Well, there's a different paradigm that's possible. <clears throat> I'm not going to die. Mm -hmm. And I've seen myself looking like I'm 23, which is very appealing to me. The non-dual people, instant manifestation, teleporting, biolocating, telepathy, all those gifts that a few people have, a lot of people think they can't have, are ours in non-duality. I'm most excited about the earth, the, the potential for the earth, because Gia herself, she is on the Joy Council as a representative of the earth. She told me that that's what's in future, the future, that, non, that no pollution. So when you can create instantly, Dylan, think about what we won't need. I mean, you won't need nothing. You have whatever you want. But it has to be done in such a way, right? Out of love and uh, respect. Well, you won't be able to do it any other way. Right. You simply will not be able to get into eighth dimension if you're still hating, if you still have those agendas, if you still have all the all the crap that that some of us have. That has to be refined. That There's a lot of people that still need to get on board then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Choice, you know, it's still it's going to be good no matter what people choose. Where they say they think this is a bunch of hooey, and they say, ah, I don't care, that's not for me. Fine, you know, no matter what you do, whatever you choose, just have a have fun. You know, really, that's that's 
we've, I forgot that, <clears throat> forgot how to do that. And it was good at playing when I was a little kid and now how to play. Well, one of the place, ways I play is I go to the joint council and I hear what my, my kids are, what the genies are doing or what, what my kids, my 94 Swizzler kids are doing. They're having fun. Yeah. I think that's something that myself included. Sometimes they just, we take life a little too serious and you need to, you know, relax and enjoy and play, like you said. Lighten up. Enjoy your moments and yeah. You know, it's been. If you think about it, humans, humanity is the is the youngest race in all of creation. That's what the masters have told me. And we've always had we we lived in that third dimension mindset for since our since our creation. You know, since the beginning of millions of years. So it stands to reason that, and just describing, not giving energy to it, that we've got, we've brought a lot of baggage from our genetics, you know, forward. That the range of vibration healing helps with a lot of that, clearing your genetics, you know, clearing all that stuff. You know, you don't have to take it on. My mother, my mom, and dad, you know, grew up uh, through depression. So the stories that they told me, wow, you know, I could, I took them on. You know, my mother, even when they had money, she never thought they had money. And so that was, you know, I was willing to take on that belief system, too. So it's been a lot of work. It's not, it's not been easy, but it's worthwhile. You know, to feel those moments of bliss, to like, oh, wow, that was so good. I just love how that, I love how that tree looks when the wind blows through it. And you just slip into this more neutral, like, you know, stuff happens and it just doesn't, doesn't bug you. And you know, you take a walk and these just little things, like just little things feel so good. I don't know, it's kind of hard to describe those yeah. of what I'm talking about. But you know when you experience it and I when I experience something like that, I go, I want more of that. Right. Let's have more of that. <laughs> I know I know when I, I do that, when I get out in nature like that, you almost feel connected, more connected yeah. to the universe or the source. Right. It's a beautiful feeling. Um, and it it's just even when you're done, right? It just it relaxes you and I don't know, it's just it's good stuff. Um is there any current but you you mentioned that you're rewriting some of your work. Is there is there anything new that you're working on bookwise? Well, you see, I published six of the chronicles, the Joy Chronicles. There's actually ten. So there's four that haven't been published. And I'm actually on about the third book in the second series of books. And I haven't really, the thing is, I'm going to move to a point where I'll be able to think a book into, into existence. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sounds good to me because it's yeah. a lot of work to do the typing. I love that. But um, so, Book one, two, three, four. Book four is done. Book five should be done really soon. Uh, the newer version of it, uh, more streamlined, easier to read, um, more visual elements because I went back and, you know, I wasn't seeing a lot of things the first time through, and I went back and was able to see more with my, you know, third eye. Um, and you know, I and I've seen just recently. I saw this when I do in the morning. Usually in the morning when I wake up, I'm I'm seeing and hearing all kinds of stuff. Okay, so I I saw this whole row of books and I thought, look at those. I wonder who's going to write that. 
I'm going to be writing those. You know, I don't know what they're about even. So there's lots of, there's just, you know, when you're non-dual, just think about, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be teleporting over to um, France to visit friends. I'm going to be, you know, that's, that's future. That's future, not just for Joy Elaine, but for everybody that wants to hang around and do their stuff. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's believable because enough people have told me, enough masters keep saying, yes, 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 yes. This is in your future. Yes, yes, yes. So I just say, yep, I, I believe it. Mm -hmm. You're all in. I'm in. I'm in. I vote for that. Well, uh, I hope you're correct. I, I, yeah. Sounds like a fun place to be. <laughs> I hope you join me there, Dylan, because you sound like a wonderful guy. Thanks. I'd, I, yeah, I'd like that. I'd be, I think it'd be fun. Um, where can we find your, your work? You'd mentioned your websites earlier, but maybe you drop them again. Where can we find what you're so, doing? Some of the great work you're doing. All right. Joyelaine.com. All right. And there's um, each of the books has a, has highlights about it. So you can check out and see what they're, what they're about. They're chronological, but I don't care if you want to start with book three and then jump back to a two or one up to you. So, the first four are completely new. Book five should be done in the next month or so. It has a picture of a dragon on the cover. That's the, the dragon prince who was born in 2015. <clears throat> um, his, the, the rendition is really, really accurate. Uh, the lady that drew it was very skilled. I'm going to need to find another artist because she's doing something else now. But joyelaine.com and check out the world missions. Uh, page check out the blog there's i think wonderful articles in the blog that help you use that serenity vibration healing modality for yourself there's one on self-love there's one on uh, the covid thing that gives you a shield to protect you from from it there's uh, stuff about the genies there's stuff about dragons fairies you know lots of reading there and then my other site is the joy of life.info that's the serenity vibration healing site that's like one of the major things that you could do to clear your shit, right? Get rid of the stuff that's been dragging along with behind you forever. That's kept you from, kept you from the clarity that you, you came here to remember because everybody right now, everybody alive is a master in remembering everybody. Well, Hey joy, thanks for coming on the show. It's a pleasure speaking with you again. I had a great time. Take care. You're welcome. That's it for the show, Reality Searchers. I hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to share the show, like the show, and I'll leave you with a quote. Think about it. One of the most basic assumptions that goes into the makeup of the average person's sense of reality and sense of self is that they are separate from all they perceive as being outside of themselves. They think along the lines of this. I am me, and they are them. This is me, and that is not me. People do not, as a rule, challenge this assumption. People do not, as a rule, even think this is an option to challenge this assumption. That's from the book Advanced Manifesting Made Easy by James Goy Jr.